It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Two shows in a row. I'm I know. So what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in town. <laughs> well, Thanks I, for having me back, by the way. Uh, yeah. I hope you figured out from listening to uh, the episodes while you were gone how genuinely happy I am and proud I am of you. Oh, you know, well. about talking about your accomplishments in opera, talking about the fact that you run our website, the fact that you, you know, have deigned your Roy Regal presence upon us. <laughs> stop, stop, Here stop. The- <laughs> Uh, it is the Frank and Friends show, and we've got uh, merchandise. We hope you'll support us. One easy way to support us is by buying the stuff. At frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. Highly recommend the beach towel because... Um, Summer is here. Yeah, I'll be using that uh, poolside. Uh, probably, I think I'm at the point now where the water is warm enough. What is today? May the 10th be with mm-hmm. you. That uh, I'll be in the water. I make a point of going in every day. During pool season. Nice. Uh, because I want to get my money's worth. I mean, totally. You know, the pools are a money pit, so you can help support my pool. <laughs> By buying some <laughs> By buying a beach towel at uh, frankandfriendshow.com slash store. You can also help support the Frank and Friends Show like Catherine's family does. By subscribing on YouTube and make sure you smash that button to get notifications. And uh, to Catherine's family, here's a side note just to you. You can leave the episode on in the background. (laughs) You don't have to pay attention. It's just, but by watching and having it play, that actually helps us. You can even have it on mute. Statistics. And then when you ask Catherine, what did you and Frank talk about? (laughs) You'll already, you know, maybe you'll know. Chances are you might have heard some of it. Um, but, you know, I missed you for a whole month. We did, I think I added it up. I think I did eight episodes without you. It was amazing. I actually binged listening to them as I drove back. But you know what? I, I really wanted to ask you about your friends. Yeah. You know, I've got a lot of friends, apparently. Apparently, you do have a lot of friends, but they all have, like, one thing very much in common. They're beautiful. <laughs> beautiful young women. <laughs> I was like, do you not have any male friends, Frank? So um, I went to, I, mean, uh, I told you the other day that we went to see the music man at um, Catholic high school. Where you mentioned another beautiful woman that you were friends with. Yes. And um, <laughs> in the audience, we saw, I recognized some friends from uh, Sweet Fanny Adams Theater. Okay. So Cara Von Vagel. Another who's beautiful a, woman. Uh, I said to her, hey, Cara, um, you know, apparently the, the game is that you just contact me and volunteer to be, guess what Sarah Roberto did is, yeah. is well, for, you know, let, let me take you through the... Apparently, that's what I did. I'll tell you, I'll, oh, it is what you did. So, it worked for Catherine, it worked for Sarah. So, I was joking that Cara Von Vagel could uh, volunteer herself as a co-host. And then Tim Coleman. Now, you know Tim Coleman. I do know Tim. Because we did a nice, lovely visit with him, a very funny visit with him, when we were at um, Obergatlinburg. Yeah. Did we cross paths with him again since then? I think we might have. Because I also think he's going to write us a jingle one of these days. One of these days. Yeah. Well, he said, uh, how come I, what, he said, what am I, why can't I be on the show? I would only take, what's with all the women? Right. And I it's said. A question. Actually, I said, of course, now he, he would be great. He actually. would be fantastic. He's very funny. Yeah. Uh, very Men pleasant. can be funny too. I know that you think that only women are funny, which is mostly true, but. Uh, I, I know. <laughs> I've gone into the age old stereotype that I only like working with women because they're funny, but. You're right, Catherine. You call me out on that. I know. No. Uh, so Tim said he still has his Mrs. Sphincter costume from... Fantastic. Uh, and, I, and I said, Tim, you don't even have to. You, you can come. I would love to have you as you because <laughs> I've known him for a long time and he's can do, he can do it all, you know? So yes. I, so Tim Coleman, I would like to get him on when next time Good. you disappear. Good. Um, as, In July. As right? a male. Yeah. Now also, 
I got messages on uh, Instagram and Facebook and somewhere else from other people who saw Sarah Roberto, who pointed out how she really just called up and asked if she could be on the show. Right. Oh, or she made it. She um, it was on Instagram. Instagram, yeah. I think I saw it. You the saw it, yeah, because yeah. you, you're, you're in the, you, you've got rights to the account, so you see that we're getting this question, and I'm like, uh, let me text me. <laughs> <laughs> don't let don't let Freddy see this mess. <laughs> well, I wanted to get her down to a date and time no, and book kidding. her right away, which which of course did work out. Um, but then that episode runs, and. The weird thing is, we do well with photographers, apparently, which is considering how I struggle to get the, the camera lined up every episode. I'm now really, really self-conscious that, you know, Kira is a photographer and a videographer. Right. One of our most absolute loyal visitor viewers is Tanya Cinnamon. Which is great. And she buys the merch, and she's very supportive, yeah. and she runs Cinnamon um, photography and i've told her that one of these i'd like her to do headshots of yeah, us you know we, awesome. i would hire her to do that so um because she's been with us from day one even on the old podcast she was the, our most loyal commenter viewer i love tanya well anyway so then roberto posts this and i hear from two more people who were also both professional photographers and i'm thinking this is just weird it's a bizarro world like you know getting comments from people like oh so i could just put myself as a guest on your show I, 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 uh, I mean, you gotta be careful I, I what guess. you let, you know, <laughs> being vocalized here on the show. <laughs> there are other requirements. Um, yes. You have to be a young, beautiful female. <laughs> or Tim Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I was listening and I was watching and I was like, you know, Frank, you have a lot of female friends that are very young and very attractive. Well, if we want I, to get... I enjoyed the fact that Kira said that her parents do feel comfortable with her being here, though that was that was good. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's nice. Well, at one time, I, I, Kira and I, you know, we worked together in Pigeon Forge, and we would get in the car and we would drive. You know that you've yeah. been you've been that person where we would drive into Gatlinburg to go do a shoot or go somewhere, yeah. and we would end up having these kind of deeper philosophical discussions about being a young woman in today's world and is it safe for her you know to be in a car with a man meaning me um and i said well honestly let's hope that there's never a news story that says young girl drives from gatlinburg to pigeon forge with older man and nothing happens right that shouldn't be news that should be normal right um and when we do hear about the bad things those should be rare and exceptions now we our perspective gets blown out because we hear them more often yeah when when some poor woman gets murdered in florida or wherever that was you you know pick one there's so many unfortunately that we hear about but there's a if that happens a hundred times there's a hundred million that don't right can't go bad right so we don't think about the 100 million that are fine. We think about the 100 that are a bit dead or injured or, right. or you know. Yeah. Um, so I said to Kira, I said, you know, yeah, I would hope that, you know, we're coworkers. We have a professional relationship. We're going to literally do a show together. And I'm supposed to see you again tomorrow to do another <laughs> show. It would be not really be in my best interest. <laughs> to do something wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, you know that. I mean, I, of course, I, yeah. why, why would I ruin a good thing? <laughs> of course. By, you know, by yeah. being one of those, you know, creepos that you read about on the, on the news. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so that's, Kira's parents would feel comfortable here. Um, I'm not going to out anybody in particular, but one of the co-hosts is actually older than you. You wouldn't notice. 
Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't think anyone looked older than me. <laughs> well, only because she said uh, she said on the show how old she was, and yeah. I and I caught it like. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I know, but because I, I think I might have heard it also. But yeah, well, you uh, she noticed. also she also sent cookies. What I know. All right, uh, I may as well tell you, Sarah. Sarah is close to your age. Yes. She might be a year or two older than you. I really related to Sarah. I I, guess I sensed that we were in the same age range. Yeah, yeah. you're in this. So so Sarah does the show, and then we get this package delivered on the front porch, and uh, I've told Jerry there's a. She, Something on the front porch. She said, "Well, I shouldn't get anything more. She just gotten a delivery of clothes from Amazon with she bought with all her birthday gift cards. Nice. She'd saved them up, and, and now she's been wearing every day this week. It's been a new something new. Oh, that's and I'm supposed to, I, and I'm supposed to notice. You should notice, but sometimes I don't. Just remember every day to tell Jerry that she looks beautiful, and then you won't have to worry about it. Yeah, she called me. <laughs> she called yesterday and says I need a favor. I'm like, what? She says I got to go to the chiropractor today. I'm like, well, I can't help you with that. She says, yeah, but I wore one of my new dresses. I'm like, okay. She's like, I can't go to the chiropractor in a dress. I'm like, why can't you? They have, they have like gym shorts you can borrow and, you know, the stuff. Sure. She's like, so no, no, no. I had to go find one of these new outfits and drive it over to her work so she could change into pants. Yeah. And a top. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Sarah was here. That's and what so husbands are for. I guess so. Well, I, <laughs> I felt so stupid. But then when I realized... Um, that I used to do the same thing. I used to come to the radio station with stuff that I'd forgotten all the time. Yeah, James does that for me all the time. I mean, it's basically he. we have to take two separate cars anywhere we go so that when I'm on the road 15 minutes into it, I can call and be like, hey, I forgot X, Y, and Z, and he can bring it to me. <laughs> He's your backup plan. Yeah. <laughs> well, we live so far away from downtown. Yeah, you know, and the shows it's, are it's downtown. You know? yeah. So there's this package on the front, on the front step. And Jerry's like, I didn't order anything else, I swear. <laughs> and she looks at it, and it says crumble cookie on it. Mm. Now, my uh, niece, Allie, the one, I don't know if I ever told the story of how she survived the near-death experience and horrible car wreck. No. And she's a miracle miracle worker, worky. Anyway, a miracle happened, and she's alive. So um, she works now at the Crumble Cookie near their house up in Northern Virginia. Nice. And so I've heard, of, so I've was, heard of yeah. this. So I'm wondering, you know, maybe. But no, no, we open up the box, and it says, uh, thank you for having me on the Frank and Friends show, Sarah Roberto. Nice. And look at these Crumble Cookies. Oh, my gosh. They look now, amazing. They're not all here, obviously, because Jerry and I have eaten the, uh, some of them already. But these are uh, the ones that we still have. Is well, this an oatmeal raisin? Um, I think that one is blueberry muffin. Is that one peanut butter? Yeah, do you like peanut butter? I do. All right. Thank you, Sarah. This one, I believe, is cookies and cream. Nice. And this one's blueberry muffin. I just stole a cookie for myself. Well, or from Jerry. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) But what we did is, it says in the box, you should heat them up, right? Oh, to 350 don't that, that's too hot we okay. burned we burned the bottom of the of the double brownie okay <laughs> we still ate it yeah but um yeah or what we could do is if you put it in the oven and let it once it preheats to 350 that's your that's enough okay you know just turn it off but or just eat it at room temperature you're perfectly fine yeah. to eat it at room temperature but i'm glad that uh, you got to partake in the uh the thank you biscuit <laughs> the thank you cookies basket <laughs> A biscuit, a basket uh, from uh, from Sarah. But yes, all right. I will. Speaking I will of own burning up. things, though, yeah. Oh, you're going to own up to to having um, a lot of female friends. I, it's, I'm I am more comfortable. It's like an old radio thing, and so it's a Regis. Remember, I'm trying to model a show after Regis and Kathy Lee, Regis right, and Kelly. Right. So I'm more comfortable doing a show with a woman than I am 
necessarily with another dude. I don't know. I mean, I, I had been on as a guest host, yeah. and we we're all buddies. So we're just right. ra- but with guys, you just razz each other the whole time. That's the game. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's you know? fine too, though. Okay. But I mean, I have two brothers, so I feel very comfortable. And I have two sisters. Man. Yeah. Let's see. So that's, I only I grew up around sisters, and yeah. I didn't have any brothers. Yeah. Okay. I think that makes a difference. So, um, speaking of burning things. I know. <laughs> I, w- I want to know about this post that you you shared with me. Um, I, well, we're on, um, remember uh, Shiv Patel from uh, Buzz Bull Creamery? I do. Um, he, when we were visiting with him, I've gone back, well, you've gone back, and I've gone back. We both go back, you know, we did Regularly. a video there yeah. last summer. And every time we're at <laughs> porch, we're like, oh, I really would like some dessert. <laughs> It just happened to be right here next to Buzzed Bull Creamery. <laughs> a milkshake with liquor in it sure sounds good. <laughs> so hot today. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, one of these, these visits, uh, Shiv says to me, are you in any of the Facebook groups for the Smoky Mountains? Fun things to do in Gatlinburg or uh, this, that thing and the other thing in Severe Old Pigeon Forge or whatever. You know, there's different Facebook groups. Yeah. I'm like, no. So he got on his phone and added me to all these different groups. Nice. And uh, now I, I'm, I'm deluged with these posts from people from all over the country. That's great. Wondering what to do in the Smoky Mountains. And it's funny thing is every time I've tried to post one of our videos, I think it's gotten taken down. I don't, I don't know. That That's weird. Maybe I'm not doing it right, mm. but I'll try again with some of our fun videos. Have, maybe they have some rules about Probably, but yeah. I see other people posting their vlogs. I don't That's know. Weird. I just have to figure out. Maybe, maybe it's... Maybe I should post it. Yes. You know why? <laughs> Because you're an attractive one woman, of your and female I'm, friends. And I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I get it. I understand how the system works. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't mind taking advantage of you if then that would <laughs> work in the system. Yeah, I mean, you know, notice how well, you know? when you've seen it when we're out filming places, people are like, oh, hello. Well, and then if I need like my words to actually be heard, I can just have you repeat it. <laughs> So it's a good teamwork. <laughs> um, so Shiv adds me to all these Facebook groups. One of them I saw recently was from Ohio, and it was, um, how are liquor prices down there? Should I bring my own favorites from home, or can we buy them locally? And I was tempted, except that I don't need to get involved in this. I don't have time for this. I was tempted to write back, actually, there's no liquor stores in Sevier County. Right. Uh, which we learned on um, one of our tours. Yeah. We, uh, that... You're allowed to have a distillery in Sevier County, mm-hmm. and you're allowed to sell the product that you make in Sevier County, which is why one of the places, I don't think it might have been, I'm trying to remember if it was Tennessee Shine Company or Tennessee Legend Distillery told us this. I think it was the Tennessee Shine Company. Where they make, um, well, they both do this. They make rums and vodkas and other types of whiskey so that the people from other states can purchase something similar to what they would drink at home. Right. But you're getting it, you know, Sevier County. So I was tempted to get into this whole discussion of there's so much liquor available for sale in Sevier County, but it's all made locally, so it's not going to be your Canadian club, right? Or your Dewar's Scotch or whatever it is you think have a liquor store. you'd like. Yeah, yeah, a package store. Well, the the post that cracked me up is somebody I guess is coming back for um, their wedding or they're planning to have a wedding in the fall, and. It says on the post, and I'll put this on the screen so everybody can enjoy the humor, but um, I guess it's one of these things where people, this must mean she's trying to think, right? Because there's a, all these equations on the board. Right. And she's got the emoji, or what do you call or that? Yeah, her meme. Her bitmoji or yeah. meme something with yeah. the one eyebrow up. 
and the chalk. And it says, um, go ahead, you read it. Does anyone know where you can have a wedding reception that has a bonfire around fall time? Now, I'm so tempted to comment on this and uh, give her the name of my friend Helen at the crematory. <laughs> oh, bonfire? Yeah, because that's what, that's what they do at the crematory. Well, if yeah. They, they burn you and reduce right. you to bones, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't even... What kind of bones are they putting on a fire? Well, it's bonfire. You oh, see, okay. That, and that's, that, that's some typo. You think so? I don't know. I'm concerned. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you know, where's that place we went to with the Halloween decorations? You know, you could have, probably have some kind of bone fire there. That's true, yeah. But bones aren't going to burn. Bones are going to be what's left after the fire. And, right. And if you're, if you're cooking ribs and you were to burn them you to the point where the, the, where the meat is burned away, you'd still have the... The bone. Yeah. Yeah. So I, just, I laugh. I mean, there was another one um, I have to find. Um, I don't know if I still have it, but I, it was another one where they just... When they misspell words like smoky, like smoky mountains, right. it just it gets me... Um, Gets my goat for some reason. It? I, um, yeah. I, it's typograph. I, I can't. They smoky can't help is, it. Smoky Mountain is, is challenging. Well, there's only there's no e in, in Smoky. Right. It's, you know, S M O K Y. But uh, this but one person. But if you do Smokies, then you have yeah. the I E S. Yes. So. So the hence the confusion. Yeah. And the mascot for the University of Tennessee is Smoky with an E Y. Mm, right. And Smoky Bear, I think, is also with an E Y. So. That's the name. Smoky is E Y. The adjective describing. Smokish. Right. There's no. Anyway, so this one was, same Facebook group. Is there any hunting allowed in the Great Smoky Mountains? Should I wear orange when hiking? <laughs> oh, wow. And you want to write know, back. You want to write back. And these are people but, from other parts of the country who have no idea. But, but is that a joke, though? Because they, they asked if they should wear orange. And you know? it's funny on so many levels. Yes, you should wear orange so that you blend in. And when you wear orange, <laughs> <laughs> when you wear orange in East Tennessee, that's camouflage. camouflage. Nobody yeah. notices you because that's everyone wears orange, orange. when the Vols are playing. And now it used to be just in the fall, but now the basketball Vols and the baseball Vols have gotten so good yeah. that you see people wearing orange year round. Yeah, that's great. So then the whole idea, of course, you want to write to him and say, no, you idiot, the Great Smoky Mountains is a national park. You don't go hunting in a national park. Um, and then the other one was, anyone know where axe-throwing venues are and places to buy throwing axes? <laughs> I mean, yes. And I want to say, uh, you don't need to buy a throwing axe. You don't need to. You, you, you can you... buy any axe and throw it. <laughs> yeah. I thought of you when I was out doing the gardening, and I was digging around looking for uh, some clippers. Yeah. Apparently, I have a throwing axe. Do you really? I have this oh hatchet, and I was throwing it at the, one of the stumps. Oh, you know, we could take one of we could take those cookies. Yeah. From which Steve's tree are, service. are slices of a tree, and we could turn them into targets, and we could practice our axe throwing. <laughs> This is a great idea. <laughs> In the backyard. Well, the thing that got started started on this is the person asking about bone fires, which mm. is kind of funny because one of our sponsors is... Bone Zones. Don't forget the S. Yep, that's absolutely right, where you can get all sorts of great merchandise from the legendary Dr. Bill Bass. He'll sign it for you. And uh, we had a, a great event while you were out of town um, on uh, April 23rd, I think, where uh, just... 
so many people lined up to meet Dr. Bass, and we all got our pictures made. That's great. And then he gave this presentation. So that's the kind of thing that you can find at BoneZones.com is the schedule. Where's Dr. Bass Frank going to be for our next event? Whether it's around Halloween time at the cave in Cherokee Caverns, or um, we're going to do something for his birthday, his 94th birthday in nice. August. Nice. There are a few things like that. Or uh, pick up some of the books, and people were getting books that for the first time. They, they're just learning about maybe the Jefferson Bass series of mysteries, or they've read the, the fiction mysteries, and they're asking all these great questions about, well, when Dr. Bass, I mean, not Dr. Bass, the character in the book, Dr. Brockton, does this, that, or the other thing, did that really happen to you, Dr. Bass? And he just starts laughing and shaking his head, because what they're describing happened to co-writer John Jefferson. Oh, well. You know, John Jefferson went to a cockfight and chewed tobacco and vomited. (laughs) Dr. Bass did not. But in the book, Brockton, who's a mesh of the two of them. right. Yeah, so it's funny. Yeah, but uh, great. So they've read the fiction and they discover the nonfiction books about the... These great stories, like we talked about the uh, fireworks explosion yeah. that happened almost 30 Terrible. years ago, almost 40 years ago. Yeah. So, and how Dr. Bass had to put the people back together again. Yeah, with the bones that didn't yeah. burn all the way through. Yeah, well, he, yeah. well, he's identifying every bit and pieces. He's like, well, these legs don't, these legs are shaved, so we'll put those in the lady pile. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. You had to ask. Yeah. Well, anyway, bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. Get one of these great books. Learn about the forensic anthropology or uh, buy some of the autographed merchandise. And the way it actually works is you either you email the, your order or you call. Um, it's easier for them to do it that way, and they'll, nice. they'll mail it out to you. Nice. Uh, and you can get it personalized. A little more one-on-one service. Instead of just trying to fit it all in a form, you'll actually talk with Susan and either communicate via email back and forth or talk to her on the phone to get exactly the way you want it. That's great. At uh, bonezones.com. Don't forget, forget the yes. S. Now, speaking of mysteries, Frank, weren't you like reading a story about yourself in a mystery yeah. recently? A fiction yeah. Book? I mean, I know we, I was, yeah. We, we talk a little bit while, while you're out of town, and obviously you're kept up on the social media, but there is a uh, children's mystery called The Case of the Thoughtful Thief. This looks by, like such a fun book. Well, I'll let you borrow it if you want. Uh, you know, um, I've only read my chapter so far, uh, but I, so I can probably finish it real quick and let you borrow it uh, next week. Um, but in chapter eight, the uh, case of the thoughtful thief. It, here we go. Um, let's see. Blah 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 blah. I read this chapter aloud at the King Family Library, and in the course of it, um, there he is. It says Frank Murphy a few times. <laughs> Um, guess who we saw at the island, I asked him, wondering if he would guess correctly. I know who you saw, Josh told me, flashing what he called his game show host smile. I was just watching Frank Murphy on his social media page. And then Missy says, I didn't see Mr. Murphy at the island, I confessed. And um, she was embarrassed because someone is especially well-known as Mr. Murphy. After all, he was host of Scholar's Bowl. He always <laughs> knew the questions. And then he's host of Up Close with Frank Murphy. And then, um, if you keep going, um, where he's also... The Frank and Friends! Maybe if I email Mr. Murphy on his Frank and Friends social media page. Well, the funniest part of the whole thing is, is after I agreed to read this at the King Family Library... Yeah. Elise Bruce, the author, went back and added another paragraph. What was the added paragraph? There was this one time at the King Family Library when Mr. Murphy read a chapter from a book by my favorite author, and he was the same in person as he was on television. In other words, he was smart and he was nice. I like that about him. Aww. <laughs> 
That's so cute. Isn't it? So cool. And this is, you know, for teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Young, so, young adult. I have this idea that maybe Missy Barrett needs to go to the opera in a future episode. Yes. If only I knew a world-class opera singer Ooh, I, maybe you know what? runs her own company. Missy Barrett might enjoy a ghost story opera. Is that one? Is, I thought it was like, like R-rated. I don't know. Tell me. You're going to play this uh, but, strumpet of a ghost. Well, I mean, it could let's, be fictionalized, right? Yeah, well, that's true. I you mean, they, they didn't, I've, I've said a few things on this show that are a little, uh, PG, <laughs> little PG for the Missy Barrett audience. <laughs> Truly. But, okay, so uh, yeah. I did plug this while you were gone, but we're getting, now you're starting rehearsals, right? When, yeah. For we'll the, start this week. For the Copper Queen. Yeah, Copper Queen by Clint Borzoni and Jonathan DeLosantos. And fun fact, John, who is the librettist, that means he wrote the whole script yeah. before it was put to We're music. We're talking to you, Missy, so you can put this in the next book. Um, and by that I mean Elise. <laughs> he is actually directing the show. Oh. so That's cool. Has he directed it before? No, this is the first staged production. Well, I guess they were planning. I know they they, they did a uh, they did a filmed version. So he didn't direct that. But he he didn't direct that one. So the history no. of this is it's set in Arizona, Bisbee, Arizona, and they were going to do a staged version of it at this Arizona company because they were going to make a world premiere, like you made world premieres. Correct. Of they commissioned the opera shows that had Knoxville connections, like um, the one about uh, the artist Buford Delaney. It was right. a very Knoxville show. Yep. You commissioned it. Blah blah blah. Well, they did something similar down there with this hotel, this haunted hotel with Julia Lowell, the ghost. Yes. Who's a strumpet? I'm trying I to think mean, of a nice yeah. way to. Uh, I mean, yeah. Is that a nice way to say it? She's a strumpet. Yeah, yeah. her dad. But her dad forces her into that. The ho- owner of the hotel. So. Ooh, wow, Boo. that's that's yeah. human trafficking. I know some yeah. people. I know some people who are against human trafficking. You could get them and uh, you can get them, them involved. Yeah. Why not? If it's yeah. if that happens in the story. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, it's it's very the, the stakes are high the entire time, which is why I personally love the opera. Yeah. And playing the role of Julia because. It's so intense, mm-hmm. you know. So there's great. someone in the current day who goes and stays in this hotel room where a hundred years previous Julia had died, mm-hmm. and uh, and allegedly her ghost haunts the room. Yes, and the character who comes to see her is trying to connect with Julia actually in that room. So she's like a like, seance, like a Ouija yeah, board. Yeah, she's like, like a- trying to get her to come out because she has a special message to deliver. To Julia. Ooh, ah, no, so you, can I just stay in the background ah. and doing the noises? Yeah, you can. You were trying ooh, to figure ah, it out, actually. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Halloween spooks outside your window. See, this is what I was going to get you up at the Rossini Festival. Well, I, you know, had you asked, no, I know. I, have, I ever, have I ever turned away an offer of a microphone? <laughs> the sta- stage and a mic? I'll be right there. But, okay. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be, it's June... Um, Second, third, and fourth at Flying Anvil Theater. Beautiful. And uh, tickets? You can get tickets at marblecityopera.com backslash tickets. I'm excited for you. No, yeah, thanks. It's going to be fun. And that's one reason why she came back to the show. I mean. uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> have to come back to star in my show. <laughs> this one and that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have some old business. To, is there anything else on the Marble City that we want to take care of here? No, I think we're good. Um, I saw that my bio is now on the webpage for Marble City Opera. As is the entire board. Yeah. Yeah. I got um, that done. This, you know, Mike Combs collected all of the board bios and he sent them to me and an hour later they were on the website. It was fast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm, cause I'm on the, I'm on the board. I mean, I'm not, that's, but that's how I know Catherine. That's how we got the conversation a year ago where Catherine says, 
you know, I think I should be on your show. <laughs> and she was right. Uh, but I have some old business. I talked about this when Sarah was here last week. And I talked about how I went, I finally went to the rich guy poker night. Mm. And I was terrified because... I never taught you how to play poker. You were, yeah, we were going to Texas over here. It was going to teach me how to play Texas Hold'em, which I guess is technically the game we were playing. So I'm sitting there like an idiot with this 8 by 8.5 by 11 piece of paper that shows the... <laughs> I guess about ten or twelve different hands <laughs> telling ranked, you how to actually ranked in order, play. and I, not even that. It's just pictures of cards, and, and like they're ranked one through ten or twelve. Mm-hmm. This like yeah. best to worst or whatever. Right. And I, I paid my twenty dollars. I got my twenty dollars worth of chips. I lost them relatively quickly, quickly, which and I was feeling every time I lost a hand, I was like, well, that's one step closer to getting out. <laughs> I'm not going to buy more chips like some of these other people. Right. You're so, just like, that's my 20. That's my limit. That's my I'm, limit. I'm out. Yeah. Well, and so I was out, and then I went, as I mentioned the other day, I went in the kitchen and had ice cream. And, uh, to console yourself. Yeah. I talked to the music guy from Sacred Heart. He was right. there. We had a nice conversation about you, actually. Um, and I was talking you up. And then I went home. Well, an, a week later, I see I'm at the, uh, the fancy 80s-themed um, fundraiser. Yeah. And some of the same guy people are there. And I, you don't necessarily recognize them because they have all these outrageous wigs and, you know. Neon colors. Yeah, well, you can't even one, see them because they're who's blinding bald, you. One guy who's bald, I didn't even know he was at the party because he had on an 80s wig the whole nice. time. Nice, nice. Well, another guy, the guy who was like a former sheriff's deputy in California, he was kind of like the head of our little poker group because he was telling everybody what to do, including me. Okay. Um, was he also winning? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that seems a little bit like cheating. <laughs> so... So we, here we are at the fundraiser. I see him. I say, I say, Jerry, to my wife, this is the guy who took all my money. <laughs> yeah. And he laughs. And say, and then I find out, this is why I'm an idiot. This is why I'm a heel. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was fun. We had a last time playing. Um, and he says, you know, um, we don't get to keep any of that money. Like, what? I mean, I saw he won the chips. I mean, right. I, I paid $20 yeah. Yeah. to the host. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He just takes all the money and gives it to charity. Aww. That's like, nice. Oh, well, now I feel like an idiot. <laughs> that's nice. Well, that's great. Well, what a fun way to play poker, then. Yeah, I mean, if I had done that going in, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't have sweated so much. Yeah, if you know it's just, like, all going to charity and no one's actually keeping it anyway. Like, I could have, I mean, I would have, frankly, I would have just given the donation to charity directly at the beginning. <laughs> and not played. <laughs> I mean, is this, a, the, is this a men's only poker charity I, I, corporation? Do, once, <laughs> once or twice, I guess maybe once or twice a year, maybe once a quarter, they get together and have a game. Because it would be fun for me to go in and beat them all. Oh, I'm just well. I mean, this guy apparently plays elsewhere. Okay, I don't know where else he plays, but he plays for real somewhere else. Mm. And this was just, it's really more of a, yeah, like you said, it's a men's fellowship right. thing. Because yeah. that's happened a lot of times in. Um, Church groups, you know, the men are like, they don't, you have to organize a men's group or they won't do anything. Right. You know, they have to have an activity because they don't want to go sit around and talk to each other. Yes. Yeah. Right. Although that was my favorite part was the sitting around and talking to each other because every one of these guys was interesting. Like this one guy was talking about his small plane that he flies. I'm like, and I want to know all about it. Yeah. So you you do have male friends. (laughs) The guy with the plane. (laughs) We get to the we get to the thing. I walk in right, and some, I'm meeting a lot of these people for the first time. Okay, so I'm doing and uh, I'm, I'm making a point of memorizing their names. I mean, I, I, people like to 
like it when you know their names. They do. Can I tell you a story about that? Yeah. Can I interrupt you? Of course. So the chorus for Gulf Shore Opera, there are about 25 of them. Mm-hmm. And on the first day, in you know, the first five minutes, I yeah. memorized every single one of their names. Good. And they weren't wearing name tags or anything. And they thought like that I was so intelligent by re- well, you are. remember their names. Yeah, that but is it was a- so much fun because then they'll do anything for you. Yes. You know? Well, yeah. First of all, it's a great courtesy yes. to learn someone's name. Yes. And I... Um, and reformed at being a bad name person. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to be, and it really was an arrogance on my part, where I would think, I don't need to learn any of these people's names unless until at least the second or third time I encounter them. Uh, this is me back in California. I was trying to cover for it. Seems like a California way of thinking. Well, but also I was bad at, I was, I was co- making an excuse for the fact that I couldn't, when I'm in a conversation with somebody, and maybe this happens to you, and they say their name, and it, whatever reason, it goes in one ear and out the other, and they've, you've just said it, and you're like, <gasps> yeah, and you're embarrassed to to ask them to repeat yeah. it. Well, once I've gotten over that, and say, oh, tell me your name again. Right. Uh, oh, that's interesting. How do you spell it? And then once I get that, I have to visualize it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. like I'm pretending that I'm watching television, and I, I put your name across the bottom of the screen when I'm talking to you, and then I've got you, right? Right. So I'm going around, okay, that's Gerard, Gerard, not Gerald, it's Gerard. And occasionally I'm going around the room and I'm like repeating the names to myself silently. Right, right. Well, this one Same. guy comes in, it turns out it's the guy with the plane. And he walks up to me and says, Mr. Murphy, hello. And I'm like, hi. Um, he says, do you know, I, you know, he made some point like, he, like I wouldn't know his name. I mean, he's just walked into the party. Right. He says, uh, I said, Russ, right? He says, yeah, but do you know my last name? And I said, I said it. I and he looks at me like, shocked. I said, well, you wear a name tag at church. You're involved in the ministries. You wear a, you know, a Knights of Columbus name tag. And I've seen it. And, of course, this is burned into my brain because I'm a visual learner. Right. And he was, like, blown away that I <laughs> yeah, read his name tag yeah. and remembered it, even yeah. though we had never really uh, met prior to that. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, I went around the room and memorized, everybody, memorized everyone's names, and that's a nice thing to do, right? It is. It's people, fun. People really like it. It's a good party trick. It is. Everyone was just... I mean, we came back after the break, and then I repeated everyone's name. We had added new people in the rehearsal during that time, and I knew all of their names also. Did you make them shuffle order? I did. They shuffled, and and the next rehearsal, which was a week later, I greeted each of them by name. What is your trick for memorizing the names? Sort of similar. Like, when they tell me when I their name, I have to look at them and repeat it in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you already have a list of, have you already seen the names in writing at some point? No. Okay, because that would help me if I if I'm um, going to a thing and there's a cat. Not a cast list is a bad example, but sometimes like you'll be you'll see a in, an email list of who's going right. to be at the meeting, or you go through and you look. That's smart. Having looked ahead, like at this poker party, uh, I looked at the I clicked down to see the email addresses of everyone who was coming. Mm. Um, so they then, think about their names. Well, yeah, when I hear their names again later, it's, it's going to connect. It kind of connects. Oh, you must be. Chris, there was a C. Yeah, okay, yeah, that must be, okay, that's you. Right. Boom, I got you. I did do that for the second rehearsal. I did go through the cast list of the chorus and say, like, okay, and think about, okay, this is that person, this is that person, and connect them in my, in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's, I highly recommend it. Yeah. You know, if, 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 you, if you don't do it in your life, it's, you can start now, you know? Don't be like me, like I used to be, and, and make some excuse for not knowing people's names. Just change. Just decide. This is from this point forward. I'm yeah. gonna 
start. It was so funny because later in the production, like a, we had a new stage manager come in, and we had other people who maybe didn't get the opportunity to meet them in the same way I did, and so they would be describing um, somebody. They'd be like, "Oh, well, this person who's tall or this or was doing this action," and I would say, "Jonathan." And they were all like laughing at me because I knew every every person that they were talking that's about. That's great. <laughs> but when you're directing, especially, that's really I mean, nice. It is. Well, fantastic. Would you like to uh, direct us out of this episode with a commercial for Audible? AudibleTrial.com backslash Frank and Friends is where you can go to sign up for Audible Trial and you can hear Frank and Friends show and any audiobook, audiobook. Uh, custom entertainment that they make dozens and I mean hundreds thousands of podcasts I mean everybody's got a podcast obviously, obviously so yeah. uh, you can listen to those you um, get a free 30 day trial yeah. and during that time you can download anything you want yeah you get an mp3 for one one credit for a, a download and then each month afterward you get another credit so you'll continue to sign up continue to listen to things and even if you stop and go back to it later it remembers where you left off uh, and that's the beauty of it is you know with the monthly membership Really, there's no pressure. You know, like, during that first month, there's that to me that intense pressure of picking the one perfect download. Right. Well, you should still have that pressure, but but when you can stream anything and just not worry about it, um, and you know, sample some book that maybe you're not sure you're going to like or not. Right. And then find out you love it. Great. But if you don't, pause and move on to another one. Yeah, that's great. You know, I love it. Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks for your support of our show by going to audibletrial.com slash show. Also, by purchasing Frank and Friends Show merch. And I wish I had uh, had the beach towel within reach over there, but it's... Uh, it's so fabulous. Right. Go check it out on the website at frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. They did a good job. They did. On those. I mean, I'm really happy with the way that came out because the logo, you know, the, the art logo with the Smoky Mountains in the background. Yeah. Um, it, it's like springtime in the mountains. It's really know? nice. So yeah. it, it all... it's. Perfect. I have a question. Can we put the link to the store in the comment section? It is in every episode. Fantastic. How did you know? Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all you have to do is scroll go, down. And actually, click. you know what? I'm, can I ask you to do some behind the scenes business? I write a show description for every episode. Yes. And it has the links to Audible and to the right. website and Facebook right. and the store and all right. the things. Um, I am willing to copy and paste that into an email if you can teach me how to use our, our website. There's, oh, a, yeah, there's yeah, a place yeah. where you can have a mailing list. Yeah. You that way, use, yeah. I know I want you to go to YouTube and uh, smash that button for notifications. Yeah. Smash it. Thank you. Um, that I would be willing, you could sign up for an email and I could just email you every time a new episode comes out. It's like that'd two a week, maybe three, if there's a Seymour Smokies. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. All right. We do have some Seymour Smokies episodes to, uh, to crank out this week. It's exciting. So uh, that's why another reason why you got to be on our YouTubes. Absolutely. Find out all the episodes. I've been waiting. I didn't do any, uh, I didn't cheat on you with the Seymour Smokies episodes. A few of the friends wanted to go on uh, funny adventures, but I said, oh, uh, hey, they, uh, they did want to go on funny adventures. Let me, uh, <laughs> let, me check the, let me check the calendar on that. Oh, no, Freddie will be back. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, it may work out. It may be one of these yeah, days exactly. when you're out of town and uh, Becca or uh, um, Sarah or Kira or somebody wants to go. And so I might have to still do that because you're going out of town again for more opera stuff. I am. I but am let's I not am. think about that right now. Yeah. Madam Freddy is here. gracing us with her presence for all <laughs> of May and June. It is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing and subscribing. We'll talk to you again next time.